Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. to me every day every time we speak i'm antagonized i just, I'm I just asked you how you are you would that was a that was a naomi impression and you know what it was a bad one <laughs> sorry <laughs> but you know what maybe you could use some of that peppiness uh-huh. huh what do you think about that give that a go for real life sorry i'm being very i'm I'm being so antagonistic, and it's because I didn't get much sleep last night, as we already established, but then everything was fucked, so we had to start again and again, and here we are, and we're finally here, and the vibes are off. I failed the vibe check, and I'm sorry, I'm going to recalibrate. How have you been? Um, I've been fine. How have you been, Naomi, <laughs> more importantly? Outside of not sleeping. I've been gaming online, brother. I know. When, and people watch me do it, and it's been fun. It's been something to do. <laughs> That's nice. So I want to thank. I've seen some listeners in there. I just want to thank you guys um, for for coming along. It's a bit of fun. That's lovely. I got, and you've been I got enjoying a the game. Did I tell you about the hammock? I got a hammock. Yeah, I know. I got so jealous of your hammock. Oh, it's so good. Just sit out there. I finally have a backyard. I haven't had a backyard in like five years. So I'm so excited to finally have somewhere to sit in a hammock. Yeah, that's that's the dream. I got so jealous of yours because I just have a front yard and I don't want to sit in the front yard because, you know, yeah, it's like I'm like 100 metres away from a cold. So there's a lot of street traffic. Yeah. Could you fit one on your balcony? Um, I could, but also, you know, I have to move soon and so I don't want to buy stuff uh, that I have to travel with. Where are you moving, Danielle? You know where. I'm moving to Sydney. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sorry. Danielle is leaving me. Not that I can't remember the last time we recorded this in the same location anyway. <laughs> yeah, we've become we've become one with this, so it's fine. It will we'll still continue we've been doing the podcast. This- for eight, for years that we haven't wanted to drive to each other's houses, we're well versed <laughs> in doing it online. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no camera today, so because we've had tech issues, so I can't see Danielle. So if she checks out of the conversation, and starts scrolling on her phone as she usually does, we're screwed. Wait, can you not see me? No, my camera's not working. Oh, because I've can got. Can you see me? I can't see you, but I've got my no. camera on and I can see myself. Oh, well, that's just for you then. Okay, that's weird. I was like, she, she hasn't commented on my banana because I was eating a banana before. What banana? Oh. Um, and it's like, it's like you know, because I like bananas when they're like quite 
speckly. I don't oh, like yeah. them when they're like pure yellow. I need them to have like I need it to be like almost fifty percent brown because it's like sweet and it's like I it's like a it's good. I don't know. I like it that way. <laughs> I like it with speckles on it. And usually people comment on my fucked bananas, but that's how I like it. Okay. <laughs> I think you've talked about that on the podcast before, like a year ago. Okay, sorry. I won't double up on content. If you want to bully me for liking yellow bananas, go right ahead. We can repeat history. <laughs> I I don't know. Did I bully you for liking yellow bananas? I ate a yellow banana that had a little bit of green on it just because it was what was there. And oh then I and then what I remember is you started screaming at me. Yeah, that's because my that's unripe. Green <laughs> on it is not okay. It's like crunchy and has no flavor. Just leave it for a few days. Eat something else. Oh, my God. All right, well, we've done it again. I knew I shouldn't have brought that up, and I did. No, because this is how Jono, but he eats them when they're still green too. That's why I have to buy bananas in bulk because if I want any, I've got to buy enough to supply him and then so that he can't <laughs> eat, he can could not eat the amount of bananas that they have. So by the time that they're ready for me, there's still some left. That sounds really hard. It is hard because I never know how many he's in the mood for. Mark eats hard fruit as well. Honestly, there's something wrong with men. He eats like peaches and nectarines when they're still hard and sour. Oh, yuck. Like he eats a nectarine with a crunch. That's no good. Isn't that the most fucked thing you've ever heard? That is fucked. I'm not really into stone fruit though, so I have no idea what that's about. I'm big into stone fruit. Um, But more (laughs) importantly, the Masked Singer finale was last night. Danielle, we had a Zoom call. Yes. And you made the most amazing masks. Thank you. They were, I can't, you messaged, we have a little mask Singer group chat where we talk about who we think everyone is. We got nine out of ten for the season. That's everyone pretty good. know that. Our little group. And you said, um, I'm making masks. Everyone else better make masks I'm putting effort in. I did not expect it to be essentially just a perfect 2D adaptation of the kitten and the goldfish. <laughs> Okay, listen, the goldfish was 3D because it had tissue paper that I got from a purchase and I coloured it in with a paint pen to be the exact shade of orange that the fish is. You should have done paper mache heads. Honestly, if I had more time, I would (laughs) have. I was considering it. um, And because I just had that, I had like a box lying upstairs, which is why the faces have a crease in the middle of them because the box wasn't big enough. Um... And I did consider getting balloons from the coals nearby and doing that. But then I thought, like, they're not going to fit on our heads anyway because the balloons you get from the coals <laughs> are not that big. So there's no way for like... Wait, so you were going to paper mache? I was think I was considering. Because <laughs> I, I think I've been being unproductive because I've been spending too much time on my little Twitch stream. But you've just been... Um, considering paper mache okay listen i had lots of work to do yesterday and i put it (laughs) off to make a bit of joy in this world and now you're telling me that's unproductive i think everyone has hit the procrastination phase of lockdown where everyone has things to do now i feel because they've given themselves things to do yes and now we're back to the slog of life but without any of the fun (laughs) yes I have like four projects that I went at like 100% in the first lockdown and now the second lockdown 
I've really been puttering along. Honestly, yeah, I had a meeting this morning about like notes on my on the edit for my show, and I was supposed to format these notes. And I and at one a.m., I was like, "Oh, I should probably do it" because I had the eight a.m. call, and that is stupid. That's just stupid. I'm sorry. And and why? Because I was freaking gaming. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a gamer now. Being a gamer has ruined my life. I have I told you I'm actually I have. Like, I've got a filming thing tomorrow, so I get to go see, like, 10 to 15 people. Whoa. That's pretty cool. IRL. Uh-oh. Was that an ad? Uh-oh. You get an ad? No, it's for a TV show. Oh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> you want that real money. <laughs> TV oh, money? Shit. TV money? Ad money? So shit. Good. Ad shit is the <laughs> dream. Oh my god. Guys, when you watch a TV show and you're like, wow, they must be rich. No, you wait till the ad break. That's where you'll see the fucking millionaires. Yeah, I'm a fucking millionaire. Did you see my eBay ad? I'm a millionaire. I think anyone who watched The Bachelor saw your eBay ad about 200 times, Danielle. Okay. Well, I'm not a millionaire, okay? Don't ask me for money. But um, <laughs> those ads really did help because when I got my surgery, god damn it, that was good. Because I had to go private <laughs> and I do not have insurance. <laughs> Well, you know, we're starving artists. I can barely afford a hammock. No, just kidding. We're doing all right. We're all right. Yeah. Let's get into The Bachelor. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, good. Um, The Bachelor is boring. Episode nine. Um, (laughs) The girls are chatting and Juliet and Roxy are fighting. Spoiler. Um, Osha tells... Oh, yeah. We're at home, by the way. Reminder, we're in love and lockdown. Yes. For some reason, this, like... Love in lockdown thing. They really love having the girls have chats um, where they force all the girls to be in the chat at the one time so that they can cause drama. They're just trying to cause the most drama ever. What do you mean season. for some reason? <laughs> yeah, true. There for is some a reason. reason they want the people on the show to interact. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't uh. have to force all of the girls to be in the one Zoom chat together. It's a nightmare. Last night when we were on the Masked Singer chat, it was a wonderful chat, but I did feel, because, you know, sometimes we would talk over each other. Yeah. You know, and that was hard, especially because you kept on muting yourself for the whole time, then unmuting to say one line and then going back to mute. And I was, I was like, Numi, I can't hear you. <laughs> That's just polite. Everyone had their TVs going. Oh, my God. I like to mute. That's how I, you know, that's how I do my relations online. Okay. I played um, I played a video game. Speaking of gaming, um, I play a video game uh, where it's kind of, Have you ever played Werewolf, Danielle? Um, is that the game oh, yeah. that we played oh, yeah, where you, yeah. you betrayed me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we were playing a video game that's kind of like that, where you, like, you there's, like, a couple of murderers and they have to pretend they're not murderers and you have to try and, like oust the murderers and um and I was playing and Mark was playing and then it was like there was one other girl and then seven other men and I didn't really I didn't know any of the dudes really and Mark came in to check on me and he was like hey you're right and I was like yeah why and he's like oh you're just on mute like a lot you're not really talking much and I was (laughs) like well everyone else is talking and they're talking so loud and over the top of each other what do you want me to do? Just like talk over the top of them? And he's like, yeah, fuck them. And I'm like, I have nothing to say to these people. <laughs> I, it was a nightmare. Anyway, good to game, but don't play a game with eight men on Zoom, I would say. 
That's my tip for anyone. No, that sounds horrible. Uh, I feel like if you want to get talked over, go talk to any man. <laughs> and talk to eight at once online as well, where you, where they they can't you can't put fear into them through like sheer <laughs> dominance of your physical presence, you know. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. Anyway, I'm organising a girls game where no boys are allowed, so if anyone wants to watch that, feel free to pop in whenever I do it because, my God, that was a fucking nightmare. I hope they're listening, but I bet they're not. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, guys they're, guys, they're at home. They're all at home, and they have a group date with their parents. Yes, for four people. Um, Did you notice? Okay, so they announced who the four women were going to be for this group date. Bella, Steph, Nicole, and Roxy. And when yes. they said Steph, they showed Izzy. <laughs> oh, did they? They just got blonde women confused. <laughs> Bro, I can barely tell all these women <laughs> apart. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, anyway, we meet their parents. Bless you. Uh, Roxy's mum seems to like Lockie. But she says, watch out for Rhonda. Yes. Who is... Roxy's alter ego. I don't know. I fucking hate it when people have a named alter ego. That's just you, brother. Yeah. Stop trying to blame it on someone else coming out. And then I feel like whenever anyone is given an alter ego, they really lean into it. If it's like they have a drunk alter ego, they'll be like, uh oh, Stacey is coming out tonight. It's like, no, that's just you. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> that's get just drunk. you drinking too much. <laughs> you shouldn't get so drunk we have to carry you home, Sarah. Um, <laughs> Not based on any real Sarah. Anyway, Ronda Rousey is who is what she's talking about because apparently Roxy can just get real pissed and turned yes. into uh, famous. Uh, what is she? UFC? UFC fighter now, WWE um, wrestler. Oh, she's a wrestler now. Yes. Good for her. Um, yeah. Seems like you, you you're less likely to die of a concussion in wrestling I than mean, UFC. Yeah, that is true uh she did get fucking bashed in the head by Nunes. <laughs> um that was i mean i don't want to get oh my god that lady has big fucking arms. if you start talking about ufc I won't, I'm gonna... I won't okay i'm not going to i won't but honestly yes if you you don't want to also like her whole thing is she's like a bit of like a bitch as well Rhonda, like, and she plays into that for, like, you know, it was, like, a thing with UFC, but also with wrestling and stuff. Um, I haven't watched it, but I assume she's taken that into there, and I assume she's a heel. I have no idea about wrestling and no idea about that, but I can't imagine you go from being kind of unlikable to then having, like, a sweetheart personality. Was she unlikable? I figured she was just, like, the Amy Schumer of UFC in that she was, like, the main one, and people hate women. <laughs> no, I think, like, uh, she had, like, a lot of, um, I mean, what was, like, the thing that her T-shirt slogan? Let me find it. Um, okay. Not uh, that there aren't some things to dislike about Amy Schumer, but I feel like she's, like, the only woman at that point who had done arenas, and it, it's just... Uh, being a white woman is like prime position for the right to hate you and then also the left to hate you. She's sitting yeah. right in that sweet spot of just everyone hating you. Her and <laughs> Lena Dunham. Just sitting on the throne. Um, where is it? Okay, don't worry. I'm trying to find it, but it's going to take too long. 
And I do not care. Um, anyway, uh, Roxy says, watch out for Rhonda, which is just watch out for Roxy because she has an anger issue, I guess. Uh, and then we meet everyone else's families and I didn't write anything about them. No, uh, Steph's dad just tried to get, um, sorry, Steph's dad just tried to get Steph a date with Lockie, which was kind of cute. He was like, why haven't you taken her on a date? Why has she not got a date yet? You better take her next. Um, spoiler alert, he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and what else happens? Yeah, meets Nicole's sister and Bella's mum. Who cares? Not me. Um, and then they have like a little powwow afterwards, the girls, and Bella's like, I feel so confident in what I have with Lockie. Yeah. Or something. She like, she's like, mum said he can move into the... Mum said he's basically going to move into the house or some bullshit like that. Right. And this um, causes Irina to start crying because she said she feels like the loser in her friendship with Bella. Mm. I can't imagine it's easy to have a best friend and you're both trying to get the same man. Although that did happen to me in year eight, but the stakes were a little lower. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Neither of us got the man. (laughs) Uh, um, anyway, and then the girls find out, oh my god, there is another woman coming in. Uh Uh-oh. It is Beck. It is Beck. Beck is blonde, (laughs) 25, so essentially a carbon copy of the other eight women. Yes, but Um, Beck likes to, um, do outdoorsy stuff, like Lockie does. But also, I don't know how much of that, you know, you don't know how much of it is true and how much of it is the producers being like, Hey, uh, I know you like to go hiking on the weekend. Could you say you also like uh, adventure sports and like heaps of other shit? Yeah. I mean, good enough. She, she, you know what Beck seems to me? She seems agreeable. So I think if Lockie wanted her to like extreme sports, Beck likes extreme sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, the girls are all upset at this, obviously, because Beck is very hot and very young. And very agreeable. Oh, yeah. How young is she? Is she like 24 or something? She's 25, 25 I think. Okay. Maybe 24. I don't know. Um, younger than Lockie. Yes. Um, I mean, they all are at this point, aren't they? Apart from Juliet. And then um, and then Becky and, Lock- Beck and Lockie get to go on a date, obviously over Zoom. Um, they have a chat. And he keeps saying that she's so easy to talk to. But the only things we see Beck do is ask Lockie questions. And then after he answers the question, she goes, oh, same. Yeah. So, of course, she's easy to talk to because she's essentially just echoing. She's a, she's essentially a cave and Lockie speaks into it and it echoes Lockie's name back and he goes, damn, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, and and then they, it's all very nice. Um, and then we cut back to the girls and Roxy is talking about how she thinks Beck must be there for fame. Because, A, she's pretty enough to find a man without The Bachelor, but, B, what are the odds of winning if you come in this late? So she's not here to win. Okay, well... So Roxy, I would say, she's not choosing when she comes in. No. Also, I mean, they're all pretty enough to have a boyfriend. Men, yeah, notoriously not picky. <laughs> some are, but, you know, like, they, all these women are beautiful, they, they, yeah, all these like come on, they're I'd say they're all hotter than us. Yeah. And 
We've found plenty of boyfriends. Yeah, it's fine. It's not... Don't... Roxy, the reason you're not finding a boyfriend is not because you're not beautiful, if that's if that's your issue. Yeah. It's, it's because, because of Rhonda. You, it's because you're Rhonda Rousey. <laughs> yeah. It's because you're a heel. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that... So there's that. And then also, coming on here for fame... I mean, if you really wanted a boyfriend, you would not go on The Bachelor. What The odds of you winning are so low. Yeah. I swear, um, like, everybody forgets the that be- all the, like, everybody forgets that The Bachelor doesn't just pick the most beautiful one. You know, mm. it's not, that's not how it works. It's weird because also, you know, I don't know if you know this, but different people find different things attractive. Like, Naomi mm, I, had I've a big crush on Kat. She fucking frothed Kat. Kat didn't last that long. You know? Yeah, that's true. I thought Cat was great. Yeah, so Honey Badger doesn't have very good taste, does he? No, I mean he didn't pick any of them, to be honest. So, <laughs> well, maybe men are picky then. <laughs> um, or maybe some men just don't want to be in a relationship, and that's okay too. But maybe don't go on a dating show to do it. Honestly, um, though, seriously, dudes, if you look at the stats on it, old single dudes are the saddest, and old single ladies are the happiest. So, um, you should probably, if you want to be happy, you should probably try and find somebody. Um, but also leave women alone because apparently they're happier alone. So. Oh, bro! Isn't that the saddest thing you've ever heard? Yeah. That, like when, when, when women, when their husbands die, they get happier. Yeah, I love that so much. I think that's also probably. Do uh, you love that? I think. I mean, I think it's funny. So sad. I think it is funny though, but I reckon it's probably <laughs> as well. Um, like obviously, those stats are from old women who grew up in a different time when like divorce yeah. probably wasn't as acceptable. So maybe just so many of them are just being stuck in like the worst marriages forever whereas now you can you can divorce somebody willy-nilly whenever you want at the drop of a hat <laughs> yeah. honestly get out of my house if you don't like brown bananas you can say that <laughs> that is what you would do <laughs> um yeah no that is that is that is true I, I love it when people are like let's go back what happened to old-fashioned relationships you know everyone is all swipe left swipe right and it's not about the – and you're not actually sticking with a person. And it's like, well, yeah, because I'm not going to become homeless. <laughs> I can, I'm allowed to leave and get a job and own property. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Anyway, um, obviously, yeah, Beck is probably there for Instagram followers, but so are all of you. Um, sorry, why would you put up with this if there wasn't something else in it yeah. other than a man? I don't believe you. Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, who goes? Nobody goes on this show to be like this man who I don't know is. You don't even know who it is. You don't when know you who apply. it is. Yeah, you're not gonna like. What the hell? Nobody is gonna be. Nobody's signing up for that. You do it because of the perks. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Even if those perks are, I get to go into the bachelor and dress up in pretty dresses for a bit. That's a good enough perk. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, actually, no. Being having having been on a TV set, I think it's fun to do once, and then after that, it's fucking boring. So I wouldn't do it. Also, um, you get bullied by the public. Yeah, so. but all these women, like, it's their first time doing that stuff. A lot of the time, I mean, some of them. Yeah. Also, when people say they're an actor, they're on Star Now. Let me tell you something. A lot of the people on Star Now are not actors and have never acted <laughs> in anything. Okay, Star Now is not where the good. <laughs> I mean, whatever. If I'm not going to disparage Star Now, it's fine. 
whatever. But like, no, anyone can go on Star Now yeah. and say I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Don't. That doesn't mean that they're hired actors who are playing out a narrative. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you understand if they got these people with this little experience to try and pretend that something was happening when it wasn't? It would be so obvious. Yes. Um. Maybe that's why the plot doesn't make sense because they did some like bad line <laughs> readings and they were like, it's better if we just lose it. <laughs> anyway, um, they're all in like a group chat thing and then um, this is like the cocktail party, I guess. Um, and oh, oh, Beck did get a rose, by the way, yes. from Lockie. He was like, oh, we have so much in common. But, um, also, and then, also uh, sorry, just to butt in, she said she wanted yeah. four to six kids, which is crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And honestly, irresponsible for the planet. I mean, she's got the time. <laughs> yeah. I reckon she could do it. That is... She'd have to buckle down. Fuck, that's a lot of kids. What are they trying to make? I, like a football team? That is... <laughs> oh, they would. Too many. Too many. I a mean... A whitewater rafting team. Have as many as you want, but to me, six is too many. <laughs> have as many as you want, but not six. <laughs> six is too much. Um, You're single-handedly ruining the planet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you are. True on that. Um, but someone's got to take care of us when we're old, Danielle. We need some children. So what, you but get again, six, not six to try and hope you get one? Who cares? No, as in, like, the collective youth have to look oh. after all the old people. Yeah. That's why you need kids. Um. Anyway, uh, Roxy also says that she um, thinks that if they had a, if they get, if Beck gets a rose, then they're, then their relationship has, like, the connection has to be purely physical because you can't get to know someone that quickly or something. Or that it's hard to do it over Zoom or some shit. Anyway, they all get in a room, a Zoom room together and Juliet tells Beck what Roxy said or something. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, I don't really know. I think it was, like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, like, Roxy was talking to Maddie, then Juliet came in and... I just felt like it was awkward for Beck. I felt like just honestly, yeah. if I was if I was there, I would have just left this. I would have just left it alone. I'm like, nobody wants to know that people have been bad mouthing them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said that either. Either either because Mark came in and he's like, oh, that was so rude of Juliet. But I was like, leave Juliet alone because she's the only person left who isn't white. So I'm just gonna <laughs> that's gonna be my automatic reaction, you know. Um, but I was like, that's fair. It's probably pretty rude. Anyway, they start fighting with each other, and Roxy's like, why would you say that? And Juliet's like, I just speak the truth. It's all on camera, which like true it is. Yeah. Um, and then um, all the other. All the other women leave the leave the Zoom chat one by one until they realize it's just them screaming at each other and Roxy's like, oh, I'm just going to hang up. Uh, and then Nicole is ousted. Poor Nicole. In the oh, rose well. ceremony. That oh, was well. brutal too because it was after Bye. a group date. Oh, she was in the group date, huh? Yeah. Well, that's good though. That's good. I like that he spends time with people and then if it's not working, he's like, peace. Because I feel like other people would spend time with them, keep them around one week, not spend time with them and then leave. Yeah. You know? So I like that he's like, nah, get out. Yeah. Respect to Lockie. Okay, well, that was one episode. So now we're going to take a break. Okay. Danielle. Okay, I'm writing down the time. Great. And we will be back after this short ad. Okay. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, uh, welcome back from the break. Wow, what a professional podcast this is. <laughs> a structured break, not mid-sentence. They can, they, can women do it all? The answer is yes now. Um, that we can. <laughs> anyway, we're back then, and that was, and we were talking about episode nine. Now we're on episode ten. Um, it's good news. Love in lockdown is over. They're back. They're going back to the mansion. Yes. Hooray! Hooray! It's probably been a few weeks since they last saw each other, and we see them all arriving one by one. To and Lockie greets them at the door. Yes, Lockie reiterates he feels safe with Irina, which I don't know, does that bode well for Irina or not, since this man likes danger and adventure and jumping off cliffs. Wow, that's true. Wow. Maybe that, maybe that some... means he thinks mm. she's boring. I quite like Irina. I think she seems nice. Yeah, sure, they all seem nice, but can you really tell them apart? Who? Any of them. Um, yeah, I can tell Juliet apart um, <laughs> because she's got black hair and is very sassy. Um, I can tell Irina sassy. apart because, well, she's sassy. She loves being sassy. I mean, yeah, she has an actual personality. I'll give her that. <laughs> Props to Juliet. Yeah, I wouldn't say, see, the difference between sassy and being a cunt is sassy is just having a bit of fun. And I think Juliet just has a bit of fun. I think Roxy uh, does it to genuinely hurt people, maybe. Roxy is not having any fun. No. (laughs) That's clear. (laughs) Um, Now, one... Okay, so agree to the one by one. I didn't write down all about this, but I will say, Izzy... Lockie, when Izzy came up, the way they talked to each other, it was almost engaging. I, like, wanted to keep watching them talk. Which is the first time I've felt that way the entire season. Apart from watching Zoe Claire have a meltdown about her red hair, <laughs> this is the only time I've actually wanted to watch what was happening on screen. They actually had, like, good chemistry. Yeah, they seemed nice. Izzy forgot her puffer as well. She left it in her bag and she sort of, like, had a little bit of a <clears throat> um, moment, which I thought was funny. And, yeah, they seemed to joke about a little bit. It was, like, you know that jokiness, though, that, when you listen to it, you actually go, oh, wait, what? Nobody's. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Thought that was part of oh, it. Oh, big sneeze. <laughs> Nobody's actually saying anything. But it was fun. They seemed to like each other. They seemed bubbly. Yeah, it was It was not the flattest thing in the world. Yeah. Then yeah. anyway, Izzy went inside and we didn't get to see more of that, which was annoying. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. Roxy sorry, comes in and she sort of like... Says hello to Lockie and then says, like, I'm not feeling good. There's some people I'm not excited to see. Which is, like, just say hello to Lockie if you're just, I don't know. I I feel bad because I can't tell if I'm not liking Roxy because of the edit and I don't want to be that person. Yeah, but there's nothing to like. Like, even, like, Roxy could be a great person to be around, but we're not seeing any of that. We're only seeing her upset. So it's not, 
we're not saying that Roxy's like a horrible, boring, awful person, but we've only seen Roxy when she's in distress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's I've, very distressed. I feel bad. Because, like, also it's, like, partly I feel like they're supposed to have, like, good mental health checks before these shows, but sometimes I think maybe... Now, sometimes I don't want—I don't know. I don't want to say anything bad about Channel Ten or whatever, but <laughs> I don't know. Don't sue me, Channel Ten. Don't sue me. Don't come. Allegedly, you do mental health checks. Allegedly, they're good. But I think maybe what I'm saying—I'm—I'm—I'm just—I um, don't know what the word is. I'm speculating that maybe they don't pick the people with the the ten out of ten mental health. Maybe they pick the people with the <laughs> Six out of ten mental health. Wait, Danielle, do you think they would put someone who was emotionally volatile on reality TV on purpose? Yes, I'm saying it here first. I'm (laughs) saying it here first. (laughs) Wow. Shots fired. No one's ever said this before. But luckily we have Danielle here. I mean, Zoe Claire, Jamie, come on. Whatever mental health checks they're doing, it's not working. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Or in I my reckon, opinion, it's more likely a farce. Yeah, I think they're putting the people... I think they see somebody is mentally healthy and go, mm, this isn't the show for you. You, sh- <laughs> yeah. you should go on MasterChef or something. I don't know. Go on Lego Masters, why don't you? <laughs> Honestly, if I had... I Seriously, if I had like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of Legos, if I had like... All the Lego in the world at my disposal. I would be building Lego constantly and I would go on the next season of Lego Master. But unfortunately, all I have is Harry Potter Lego. Bro, I think you should invest in some Lego. I would love oh my to see God. you on there. Oh, I can't. I can't spend that much money on Lego. It's too much. I need a... I don't know. Do you see the frame behind me? It's a ginormous frame. I bought that. I finally got that thing framed. After like five years of having that print, and mm. I got a, I paid for it to get framed just before I found out I needed to have surgery, and then I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, oh, you no. psycho! All right, if you get another ad, you got to get some Lego because I reckon you could make it onto Lego Masters. Thank you. Who will I take on with me? Do you want to come on Lego Masters with me? <laughs> Hell yes, I do. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, because I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make sure it's structurally sound. You know, I've got yeah. the maths brain. And then do you, you, can think do, you can do aesthetics. Part of me thinks I should reach out to like my childhood friend, Jess, who lived up the road, who, um, no. I like, we used to have, um, shorthand for all the Lego pieces. So like, oh, I, God. I wouldn't have to explain the Lego piece to her. I'd be like for long, but that, oh wow. For long. I for wonder long, what that no, means. <laughs> no, it means for long. It, it means one deep and it only means one wide. I've, if four, if you say four long double, that means four long too wide. Okay. <laughs> I know that this it's is very e- it's probably, now. I've okay. established it. Now I could do it. We don't okay. need Jess from okay, Townsville. Fine. fine. I'll. We'll have a. We'll have an introduction day. All right. Great. In great. induction. Whatever you call it. And I'll tell you what we're going to call all the different Lego pieces. You There's going to be pieces I've never seen structures, before. structures and then I'll figure out how to make it work structurally. And that's, you know, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're the can art you, yes. side and the science side. Art yes, actually, science, some would say. You can be the engineer because there's all the bits. Sometimes there's the bits that I don't know how to do. 
I can't mm. remember what it's called. The Legos that are the engineering Legos to hold shit up and the Legos where you get stuff moving, the robotics or whatever. You can learn all that stuff. Exactly. And, I have a degree just, in electrical engineering. I'm sure I can make a Lego robot. Oh, my God. Perfect. Okay. You need to watch the last season of Lego Masters ASAP because it's very great. I love it. It's wholesome TV. Is it um, Channel the, 10 as well? Yes. The boys who won it were incredible. Okay. Well, I'll watch it and then we'll apply. Okay, good. We'll apply. That's funny. I also made an ad campaign. <laughs> uh, well, I made a campaign to apply for Lego Masters, but it was just a little joke. Um <laughs> And I never actually applied. But honestly, uh, maybe we sure, should buy Danielle. some Lego. This is no, the I didn't. with comedians. Everything's layered. Everything's got three layers of irony on top of it. So you never have to be vulnerable, huh? No, I never applied because it. I made it after the second season started. Um. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. And it was great. It was a great little video. I loved it. Thank you. Okay. Now, but can we ba- get back to the Bachelor, please? Yeah. Sorry, let's get back to the toxic TV. <laughs> Why are we even talking about this? All right. Um, okay, so everyone's back. Roxy and Juliet immediately start fighting again. Um, and Roxy cannot handle being around Juliet. I know what this is like to be around someone that just fucking pisses you off. Always says something that pisses you off. And you, yeah. and you just go fucking crazy. I can't... I So I understand this, just like wanting to rip your hair out. Even though I think that like... A lot of stuff Juliet says is like fair. Like when Roxy was complaining that someone asked her if she had a secret boyfriend, and Juliet was like, "I got asked about being celibate for twelve years, and if I act like, and if if that was true, because I seem like a slut, like that was her question." And Roxy's like, "That's different. Mine's worse." I was like, "I don't know if it is, brother." But um, anyway, I still understand Roxy's just not liking someone and them having to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand it. It's quite, it's just rude. I don't it's know. It's just weird. I, I, It's so hard to figure out what is even going on with these two. Yeah, because it's clear that we, we're not seeing what's actually going on with them. Yeah. Because this amount of stuff, it's like, Juliet, first of all, Juliet wouldn't be going this crazy after Roxy, after stuff. And honestly, she hasn't even been going crazy after her. We just saw her tell Beck what... Um, Roxy's been saying in that chat. That's all we've really yeah. seen. We haven't seen anything else, but there's obviously other stuff going on. But I also think it's also like how much of it is the producers being like, Juliet said this about you, Roxy said this about yeah. you, to goad yeah, them true. into this. I don't know. I can't judge this situation because, I mean, I can judge it because no matter what, you shouldn't behave the way Roxy is behaving. But. Mm. Also, if your family maybe goad you into it, like if your family think it's funny the way you act and have a nickname for it and like like flashing a red flag to a bull because it's funny. Because I've got to admit, if somebody was like that in my family, I would maybe goad them on a little bit. Oh, well, I would make fun of... I would... I would do... I understand why they're calling it Rhonda because they have to find a way to address it with love. Yeah. Because when someone is fucking crazy, like, I knew someone who would just be so mad and mean. And you know what? They weren't my family, so I just stopped being friends with them. (laughs) Because (laughs) I was like, I don't have to fucking deal with this. Are you serious? Like, but it was like, I can't imagine being in their family and having to deal with someone who could just, like, switch on a dime and be mean. You would have to find a way to get through it. And And it's also these people who get really mean are... 
usually less receptive to feedback Mm. (laughs) about it, you know? And so you'd have to find a gentle way to be like, oh, you're being really hurtful right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Anywho, enough about my past trauma. Um, uh, So Roxy (laughs) and Juliet, they're fucking going at each other. And then we find out, okay, there's some drama going on with Bella and Irina. So remember, they were the best friends in the house. Yes. Um, and Bella is, like, sort of bitching about Irina, saying that Irina implied that Lockie was calling her every day, but it turns out that Irina was the one instigating those conversations. So it wasn't like Lockie was reaching out to Irina, and Bella is basically saying that Irina was trying to big note herself and threat, like, make Bella feel threatened. I mean, the, the issue with this is the fact that they're on a dating show where they have to date the same man. So no matter what. Yes. It's the thing. But also it's like, how can you trust that Lockie is saying 100% that it's always Irina calling him? Like, he might just want to spare Bella's feelings as well and be like, and not say, yeah, I've been calling Irina. I like Irina too. Like, he might just be like, no, yeah, she calls me and I chat, you know, while he's figuring stuff out. I don't know. Rude to do that, but I I don't know what's happening with it. It just, it, it frustrates me that Bella's turned on Irina. Yeah, so much. But there's more well, that happens there later, because yeah. Beck arrives at this point, and Beck, Lockie is loving her eyes. Can't can't stop looking at her eyes. I posit that this is because well, a she's got nice eyes, but b great eyeshadow, great work by the makeup artist. Her eyes are so well framed here. Yeah, and I think her face being perfect does help it. It's it's great to have a perfect canvas, but she's got I a just lot love of her space. eyeshadow. She's yes, got a lot of space too. On eye- the lid. Oh, if I could have eyelid space, <laughs> God, that would be good. Babe, I got from a one hooded eye to space. another. I feel you on that. <laughs> it's so hard. How do you do? Honestly, how do you do eyeliner? I used to be. Oh, bro, bro, I don't do eyeliner on a hooded eye. You have to, um, and this is, and you look this up and they'll tell you, but you never look, people just know, oh, you put eyeliner and you close your eye, you do the line, and then if you have a hooded eye, you open your eye, and then your eyeliner looks fucked. What you have to do, Danielle, is paint the wing on first and paint it with your eye open. See, I just, I used to do my eyeliner very good and I got bad at it. So I think I just need a break. <laughs> do you ever do a that? A break? You take a break from doing it and then you come back and you're like reset because you you just do it what seems natural after the break, but you've stressed yourself out too much with it. No, I can't say I've had that happen to me, um, oh my but God. I, I just watched a YouTube tutorial and got a bit better at it. Anyway. I, I, got, I got a green eyeliner the other day in the mail and it is genuinely, it looks sick. Where'd it's you like, get that? Where'd you get that from? Uh, ASOS it's like a Nick NYX one it looks so good it's like it's like a lime green it looks good on my eyes because uh I have like greeny bluey eyes um but I didn't buy because they had like a bunch of different colors I didn't get like the lavender because I didn't think that would go good with my skin tone because I think my skin tone's like uh I don't know it's got like a bit of red in it so I feel like green goes better I was like Christmas colors (laughs) Oh my god, I found out recently, like a couple of weeks ago, that I have a neutral skin tone, which means I'm not warm or cool. And do you know how happy that made me for like two days straight? (laughs) (laughs) That I can just pull off lots of different (laughs) colours. 
That's good to know. I was so... I could wear silver or gold, Danielle. Do you understand? Oh, my God. It was like... It was... I needed it. I needed that little, you know, pick-me-up to find out that I have neutral skin tone. That's nice. What do you think? Because I just have judged myself as being red-toned. Um, well, what, you're either, like, pink or yellow, usually. So Okay. Well, I think I'm pink. I'm going to say I'm pink. Yeah. So, that's cool-toned. Okay. So, I'm supposed to I wear believe. silver? Yeah. Do you wear silver? No. Mm, I, I wear gold, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like silver looks weird on me, but maybe I just don't like well, silver. Well, maybe you're the other tone. I don't know. You have to, like, look at the color of your veins and stuff. What do you think? Gold? Gold for me? I can't see you. That actually looks silver in the light. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay, um, sorry, I was holding a, <laughs> a foundation to my face that has a gold lid. <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, what are we talking about? Right, we Bex eyeshadow, and then we got carried away. Um, <laughs> so uh, we see Irina and Loki. Uh, this is we're so we're back into the cocktail party. Everything's back to normal. Irina and Loki are kissing. Yes, they are kissing on a little couch away from people, but um, you know, people see. I think Belle and, is uh, also smooch Loki. Oh, really? Tonight? Yeah. Yeah, well, he kisses everyone. And Loki is very affectionate with Irina, I've noticed. He's yeah, like, he's like grabbing her than, arm and stuff. More than usual, usually bachelors are, because even if they kiss lots of them, it's still like still like getting to know you, but he's so comfortable with her. Yeah, it's he like, like they're already dating. Yeah, he seems very like, I don't know if he feels like he needs to like console her or something. When she seems like she's like strong and fine. She's it's like where sometimes it's like hard to tell who the man who the bachelor is actually in love with in this one it's like he seems like he's in love with like several of them and you see that in the trailer he's like oh my god I'm in love with two people but like if two people he's in love with then there's a bunch that he is like on the way with do you know what I mean like it, yeah. he looks he looks so happy with so many of them I think he's just a simple man <laughs> I really hope Izzy wins yeah, Izzy's great. Well, the, they're great. the only ones I can stomach together, so... Yeah. Um, I, like, I like Steph ever since that thing where she dressed up as the dad, but she hasn't had, oh, like, yeah. any time with him. But I do no, think that, um, that also she deserves somebody who's funner, funner and more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, she doesn't need Lockie. Also, um... I so Bella says Irina has been calling and bragging about how close her and Lockie are, and Irina says, um, like she just asked me about Lockie time, and I tell her, don't ask if you don't want to know, which is the truth. Mm-hmm. If you haven't a nice time, what what does Bella want the answer? Oh, we're not vibing because she's not like that's yeah. Not, if you well, want that's that answer, the thing. they're all like, yeah, Bella's sort of bitching to people, and then Irina's like, can we talk? Because I feel like it's weird that we haven't talked. And Bella's like, well, yeah, you know, you said that Lockie called you, but then I talked to Lockie and he said that you messaged him before he called you. So you started the conversation before he called you. And she's like, okay. And she's like, so why didn't you tell me that? And I was like, and she's, (laughs) Irina's like, I just said Lockie called me. Like, (laughs) I think I, I, is Bella seems younger than Irina. I think she is, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, she just needs to grow up a little bit. Like, this is, like, come on. 
Yeah. Come on, man. Bella literally says Irina is fabricating it all, which is really dramatic and not true. Yeah, like, I just, I'm sorry. I don't, like, Bella thinks that Irina's, like, fucking gaslighting her. I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. <laughs> like, I like the way Irina's talking, she's just, like, it's not like she's trying to double back on something like sinister she's done she's like literally just confused and I feel like this is like what it's like when you're younger and you have fights and it's like even more exaggerated like if I go on TikTok and I'll see like 15 year olds will like complain about a fight they're having with their friend and so they'll like post a picture of their friend and the sound will be like we're not friends anymore or something like like some song about like fuck that bitch and then they'll post like a bunch of screenshots of their fight and you read through it and it's so hard to decipher the actual like crime that's been committed by the friend because it's all really vague and confusing because they feel so many things and I feel like Bella is like that's the difference between Bella and Irina is that she feels so many things and so she's just like decided that what Irina has done is bad even when it's a little confusing to actually pinpoint because she's like you told me Lucky called you and she's like he did (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't tell you that I texted him hi 30 minutes before that (laughs) very very weird I don't know I'm off Bella at the moment Irina's like I think that's normal. And then Bella's like, really? Izzy, Izzy, come here. And tries to pull Izzy into it. Poor Izzy. And it's like, it's just, yeah, Izzy doesn't need this. Anyway, and then Bella like storms off and says, Irina is a manipulative little bitch. Strong words. Yeah. Also, not what I expected to come out of a Disney princess's mouth. No, I think Bella's really going to shoot herself in the foot here. Yeah. Um, Also, can I say, Roxy did say something really funny. Um, what did she say? Earlier, she pretended to be Lockie um, and she did his voice and she said, I want young, I want blonde, I want beach babe. Hi, my name is Beck. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. I mean, I think that's you know. Funny. Roxy might be a little Ronda Rousey, but she's got her finger on the pulse. Yeah. I think she could be, I think she could be, I reckon she'd be one of those people who is super funny and super great when they're in a good mood. And yes. then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't piss him off. <laughs> um, I And then Roxy and Lockie are sitting down and Roxy is still clearly mad about that time that uh, Roxy and Lockie were on a date and they kissed and then their cocktail party was like an hour later and then Lockie kissed Bella. Um, yeah. And like she brings it up again and she's like, you know, it's still sort of pissing me off. One thing I like about Roxy is she's not treating Lockie like he is, like, the perfect man that she just has to grovel to and never mention that she's upset. Yeah. I really – because, like, they often, if they get upset about something, they'll get upset at the other woman and they'll never get upset at Lockie because yeah. they're like, I can't do anything to, like, risk. Whereas she's just like, I'm still pissed. You shouldn't have kissed her. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, well, is- you know, you know me. I do whatever pops into my head. That's his defense of this, which is like, it's, sure, you're dating multiple people. I mean, he should be able to, but also um, it's. I think it's fine that Roxy got in her head about it. Yeah, it is like an, I guess like I would be like, yeah, I think it would just be like, oh, I thought, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I think I would be a bit hurt too and probably just be like, maybe could you be like mindful at cocktail parties or something to like not do it in front of people. 
before we Yeah, you don't have to kiss people in front of each other. Yeah. Honestly. Um, But I also liked that Roxy said, uh, I just don't want it to be a Mac fest at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember the last time I heard the words Mac fest. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um... And he seems pretty frustrated that um, she's like, I've moved on from it. And he's like, I don't think you have. Um, no, he, he says, says that, he says, I, I know it was wrong, but I'm not going to apologize for it. He says that to camera. And I'm what? like, what? If you know something is wrong, then you should apologize for it. That's how things work. I would immediately be like, I don't want to marry that man. I don't want to marry a man who can't <laughs> apologize when he knows he's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. I miss that. Nah, I'm off him. Because up until now, I've been in love with him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so he's like, man, Roxy, she keeps putting those walls up, but I cannot stop climbing that wall. This man just loves women. He loves to love women. Okay, no, he doesn't. He ah! likes... No, he doesn't. Because if he loved women, he would, I don't know, be more engaging. I don't know. I don't know, but Roxy isn't easy, right? She's not like, you know, she's holding him accountable for things he's done that have hurt her. This is not the the easiest path to take, but he's still, he's still like, I still want to, I still want to get to know him more. Like I still, and it's not like she is like, she's normal hot for The Bachelor, which is still hotter than any woman that you'd see in real life. But it's like, she's not, you know, she's not Beck. She's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, Her face is only like 98% perfect. Um, maybe he and thinks he that is like still intrigue. He still wants her. Maybe it's because also he like loves adventure sport and danger, and there's a little bit of danger to Roxy. Like, will she pick <laughs> up a knife and stab me? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is the thrill. Um, but anyway, Roxy and Juliet start fighting each other again. Roxy's like. Fuck it, I'm out. She packs her suit, she gets her suitcase. She's like, I'm leaving. And then she walks out the door. And as she's walking out, she says, fuck you, Juliet, skank. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, she's should out. we, should we, I'd, I'd, like, you can say no to this. Should we, I know we always say we'll, we'll get somebody on the podcast. We'll talk to an actual bachelor. We, it'll, we'll do it. And then we never do because we're lazy. But <laughs> yeah. should, may, maybe we should. Maybe we should try and talk to Roxy after this and be like, what the fuck happened? What was all of this? Because we're Well, I hope we haven't said anything too bad about Roxy, but honestly, I haven't had enough feelings about any of these contestants to dislike any of them. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think we've done what we always do, which is we say stuff that's not that great and then we double back on it and we say, (laughs) it's probably the producers. (laughs) This behavior isn't normal for a normal... It's the producers. The producers have done this. It's true. Uh, producers, probably men. Just kidding. We've seen Roxy's producer and it's a woman. Um, She's chasing after just going, Rox! Rox! Rox, why are you doing this? I forced you. I told you all these lies and rumors. Rox, why are you doing this? Why are you getting so upset about all the lies and rumors I told you? I would love, I would love to, I, like, I, I think there's no way she'd be able to come on the podcast now, but I reckon give it a year to cool down when they stop caring about, um, people breaking their NDAs. We've got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And we got to talk to Juliet as well. We can't have a oh one-sided because they clearly hate each other. Yeah, no, we anyway, didn't get to the so bottom of it. R.I.P. Roxy, she's out. Um, you know, respect her for being like, my sanity is more important than a man. <laughs> 
Because yeah. she did need to get out of there. Uh, yeah, we get a I'm, sort of I'm happy she left. Yeah, me too. Uh, Lockie's looks out at some water very sadly because Roxy's gone. He's like, I wish Roxy didn't leave. Anyway, <laughs> I got to go have a date with this 25-year-old um, Beck. She, they they have a date on the water rapids, whitewater rapids, whitewater rafting. You know yeah. how it goes. Um, and at one point, Beck falls off. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark made me replay it because he's like, it really seems like staged. Like she just went, whoop, and like just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> like they wasn't even in a, like a rough patch. She's went, whoop. I mean, and, the, uh, honestly, those rapids are not, they weren't on like the beginner's one. Like those I've rapids. I've been on whitewater rapids and I didn't fall out. Yeah. And they're like, you probably went on ones that were way bigger than those. That was like mm. a stream that has a little bit <laughs> of turbulence in it. Yeah. But it's like, it's not like anything really rough was happening when it, it's like <laughs> she just falls, she goes, um, sorry, I can't make, stop making that sound. For anybody um, in Townsville, it was like. It was like Crystal Creek after a little bit of rain. Not a lot of rain, a little bit of rain. Um, shout out to all our Townsville listeners, to all <laughs> four of you. Um, uh, and a great soundbite from Beck here. This is what Beck has to say about the rapids before she falls out, obviously. She goes, looking forward, it's just getting more and more hectic. And I'm thinking, yes, this is fun. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm thinking, yes. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm having a good time. <laughs> that was so funny. Anyway, they have their little date. Okay, uh, so can we also state that these rapids are not strong enough? If Lockie can pull you back up into the boat and then you yeah. can lie there, not controlling the boat, kissing for a bit, the rapids are not that bad. They are not that rapid. She definitely fell out on purpose. Sorry. Don't believe you. Don't believe this was spontaneous. I hated Lockie in this bit too because he's he, in his talk to camera. He says, "This is the perfect date. It's got adventure, hot girls, and kissing." <laughs> I hate I ha- men. I hated that so much. <laughs> I hate men so much. Not all of them, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> just the general kind that like adventure and hot girls and kissing. Oh my god. I mean, sure, I love. I love those three things as well, but in a very different, um, you know. A yeah, very you also execution. don't say it like that. <laughs> He's a simple man. Oh. Anyway, we did it again. We got to the end. Can you believe it? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, I can believe it because we yeah. force ourselves to do it every week. Now, we can we talk about the real show on the the best show in the world? Okay, I haven't told you this. I don't know if I have. I've started watching The Block um, Mm -hmm. and honestly, I'm quite enjoying it. Um, What I like about it is renovation (laughs) um, and styling. The issue is... Well, yeah, that is the entire show. (laughs) There is really only one couple who I like their designs and um, they have won a lot of the challenges um, Mm. and I think that everything they make is beautiful so far. I love everything they do. But for some reason, online, some people don't like them. And I don't understand why. I think they're really likable characters. Um, maybe because they joke about having won a lot of the challenges. But also, if you keep on winning challenges at some point, it is funny. If there's only been <laughs> five challenges 
and at the start you've won four in a row, you would just be like, this is genuinely insane. What's happening? (laughs) That's tall poppy syndrome, Danielle. That's not on them. That's on Australia and Australian culture. We like people to succeed once. Then if it keeps going, something in our brain goes, the fuck do you think you are? Fuck you. I'm, but the thing is, like, their rooms are so far above everybody else's <laughs> rooms. Like, I cannot explain to you how disgusting one um, team's rooms are. One team has the ugliest rooms I've ever seen. If I saw the house, I'd be like, oh, I need to renovate this immediately. Which is oh, not what brutal. you want on the block, you know? Not when you want when you've just renovated. Is no. for someone to say this needs renovating. Yes. Anyway, sorry to go off on a tangent. If anyone wants to talk about the block message me also i think one of the guys on the show who's supposed to be like a chippy or something is apparently like the worst chippy in the world but i don't know anyway let's worst see what, i can't tell if it's chippy? just edited i think like a carpenter i don't really know uh. I, they just keep calling him a chippy but i'm just using um um men's slang i'm appropriating you, it you got block lingo <laughs> love that <laughs> you're learning that'll be us on lego <laughs> um we've got two reviews here Um, can you believe it? I mean, one was one that I didn't read out because we had so many last time. Um, so I've got a couple here. This one is, um, from GossipXOXO22. They say, please don't talk about corned beef so much. I love you guys, but corned beef is gross. Sincerely, a listener whose mom can't cook. (laughs) Okay, seriously, what the fuck? Um, (laughs) you clearly need to go out and buy corned beef because as I said before, and yes, you've admitted to it. Your mom is a bad cook. You will love corned beef if you cook it yourself and follow the instructions on how to do it. I'm sorry that that happened to you, but this is not this is not okay. Okay, no more <laughs> no slating corned beef. Okay, if you're a vegetarian, fine, you don't eat it. If you eat meat, get corned beef. Okay, every bit of an animal to be honestly to be fair to the animal, it's getting killed. And so you need to be respectful and eat all of the animal. That includes corned beef. <laughs> what okay? is corned beef made? What beef is corned beef made out of? The silver side. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm assuming somewhere near the ass. I don't know. Somewhere where there's muscle. Okay. Now, right. Eat, oh, eat it, that is that beef. why it's is because it's like a tougher sort of muscle that it's. It, I corned. assume so, just because it gets cooked for ages. Um, I'll right. Google where on the cow <laughs> is the silver side. <laughs> I can't okay. wait to hear. We'll find out. All right, now I'm looking <laughs> it up. Feeling? God, Feeling? it's just all prints. It's all prints of a cow cut up. Like, who wants that on there? Okay, yeah, it's 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 on the butt. It's on the butt. Oh, okay. Wow. Look at you. It's on the butt. It's the bottom bit of the butt. It's the nice. the under cheek. It's the under cheek. It's the under cheek. It's the under cheek. It's hot and it's tasty. Okay. <laughs> now right. get over it. So Go that... get yourself a piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, and Annalise EE says number one Bachelor recap podcast. You hear that, Osher and Alicia? Oh, you think we wouldn't notice that you start a rival podcast where you talk about The Bachelor? What, you think you have more authority on it than us because you've been on several seasons? Get or out Archer, of town. Every single season? Yeah. yeah. Do Get you think people you. have started Bachelor podcasts because um, they wanted to come on ours and then we, we just <laughs> are so, so lazy and don't organise <laughs> it? 
Bro, I can't, we, guys, you gotta understand the amount of Bachelor contestants who we have messaged being like, you should come on the show, and then we never follow it up. We, Danielle, come on, we have to do it. This podcast yeah, can know. be so much better. I know, I know. We never we once had a guest. Up. We had but Mark pop in once, that's it. I think they'd get terrified of when we start yelling at each other. No, I think they'd like it. I hope so because people, I think too many people are too nice to their friends. They need to understand a good friendship is based on being able to yell at each other if you think somebody is wrong or even if you Amen. just want to be defensive, okay? You're Amen. allowed to yell at people and uh-huh. that's, that is that is not toxic, okay? That is, you know what toxic is? Toxic is not telling your friends how you feel, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's called toxic positivity and it makes me sick. It's disgusting. Now, be negative to to your friends. Smiling through every single sentence you say, you're not being honest. You're just trying to please everyone and it disgusts me. Okay, now while we're being true friends, I should uh, say that a lot of people have been messaging me asking for plant updates. I just remembered. (laughs) Well, I haven't finished reading this review, Danielle. Okay, sorry, sorry. When it said number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, that was just the title of the review. The body of the review says, literally the funniest podcast I listen to, I'm screaming. I posted this, so please don't cancel the pod. Thank you so much, Annalise. That's such a lovely. And if you guys, if you want to leave a review so the pod doesn't get cancelled, you feel free. You get on iTunes. You figure out a way to get on there. I know it's a bit hard sometimes, but you can, I believe in you. I think you can figure it out. We have only the smartest listeners listening. Yeah. Um, you know, otherwise you wouldn't be here. You'd be listening to Osher and Alicia. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, that's that so is mean. rude. I love Osha and Alicia. I'm just feeling a little upset that they would um, step onto our turf. And yes, The Bachelor is our turf, not theirs. I mean, that's funny because we did get a message from another one of our friends who has started a Bachelor podcast and uh, <laughs> yeah. they they like messaged and were like, oh my God, I forgot to ask for permission. Are you okay with this? And we like, dude, we do not care. <laughs> do, do, you do you, babe. We have, we do not care at all. We this don't. isn't our format. I don't know if you know this, but there were plenty of Bachelor podcasts before we started a podcast. Yeah, but no good ones. Obviously, we are the queens. <laughs> we are the queens. Okay, now let me do my plan update, okay? Fine. Go. Okay, so for everybody at home, mm-hmm. uh, it's spring. It's spring. It's just clicked over to spring, <laughs> which means new leaves are coming everywhere my alocasia dragon scale just got its biggest leaf and i am living for it uh i have philodendron gloriosum leaves coming out the wazoo okay um what else is going good my nana gave me um some of her she's got like a black velvet begonia it's beautiful Mm. it's stunning um now when i brought it back to melbourne originally it was a tuba it had massive leaves on it but it didn't fare so well because we were in a 40 degree melbourne dry heat anyway (laughs) the tuba started going on i cut the leaves off and i put them in water to propagate on their own because i was like this weather not doing good guess what finally got them going and they are glorious okay they're beautiful black velvet leaves i cannot explain how black and velvet they are but they're gorgeous also i fell in love with um this anthurium called uh anthurium vitarifolium it has like these long velvet belt leaves okay and um i was looking everywhere for one i couldn't find it i was talking to my mum on the phone about it and guess what 
she got one for herself right. because she's uh, an absolute bitch who steals all my ideas. Um, but then also she asked the lady and they're going to swap some plants and she's got me another one and she's going to give it to me at Christmas time um, once I move, probably. Hopefully I'll be moved by then. I have no idea because of lockdown and New South Wales has their borders shut. Anyway, what other plants am I loving at the moment? Um, um, uh, I'm loving my <laughs> Anthurium crystallinum. It looks beautiful. My mum gave me that because she has heaps of them. Um just everywhere and my oxalis has come back to life from its dormancy and winter and my caladiums are coming back because of the winter dormancy (laughs) they've got new leaves coming and i'm very excited okay plant update done if anybody wants photos message me i love sending photos of plants i love talking to you about my plants um honestly part of me thinks um i just want to uh do my own plant update podcast where i just talk for 20 minutes about my own plants but i don't honestly know. i would love that if it was separate from this i can give you a plant Naomi. update i've got one plant in here that looks like it's dying i the plant that you gave me the the one that you not the beautiful one but the the one from ikea you gave me a plant what was that one mm, i don't know i'd have to see it i've given you some it's like a palm Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, the little, um, it's like a, I ca- what do you call it? It's like a, oh, a parlor palm, little parlor palm, tiny miniature palm. Yeah, that's dead. Um, yeah. And okay. I also accidentally killed my creeping fig, which was going really well, oh. but I just forgot to water it for a while because I was um, really busy um, back I'm before sorry. we all got locked up again. So that is, I've got three dead plants, but Mark just mowed the lawn in the backyard. So now it's not, because it started to look like a little forest. Um, which I thought was cool but um I thought if we leave it any longer then this lawn will not survive so but I've also my mum planted um sweet peas and they're climbing up my fence now so that's That's nice that's something that's good and so the the beautiful plant I gave you that um because you saw it and you liked it and then you got one of your own but it was a bit like lanky that one's going (laughs) good uh yeah that one's going great okay that's good. good yeah yeah, no worries. What's that one called? Uh, I think uh, it's just like a peperomia. I, it's like a heart-shaped one. I can't remember the proper name for it. The but leaves look kind of rubbery. They're very green. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, we did it, guys. <laughs> I think it's a we did it. Poly- what song are we singing? Polybutura. I don't know. Oh, I don't care. Okay, I don't well, care. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Okay, the song I chose for this week um, is a bad song, but... It's better than the song I had chosen, which was called Music for Funeral Home Part 11. Um, I chose not <laughs> to do 11. that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you so because much. Because it did sound like um, just organ music that I, I was like, I don't know how we're going to sing to this. Anyway, Stunning. the song I have chosen is called Music to Delight. And yes, it sounds like somebody is purposefully playing music badly. But I think it's <laughs> it's representative of The Bachelor currently. So... <laughs> You know, you'll figure it out. Anyway, this is the description for Music to Delight uh, by Kevin McLeod in Combatech. Oh, unclassifiable. This almost makes a mockery of other unclassifiable things. The woodblock player is solid. The tambourine player, not so much. Tin whistle player is delightful. That's the description <laughs> for this week. Um, yeah. Let us know if you agree or disagree on those individual instruments, please. <laughs> Yes. Let's have let's start a conversation. That's what I like about Kevin McLeod. He starts conversations. And as long as we're all talking, we're doing okay. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much um, for being with us on another beautiful episode of this podcast. Um, we love you. We'll talk to you next week. 
Um, uh, goodbye. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Patch bitch, 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 you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.